0: Don't AM sixteen hundred Kiabi, ABQ FM, RockOfTalk dot Lone Depot Hour. You <clears throat> know life with bad credit sucks. It sucks even worse if you don't own a home, folks. That's why we gotta get you qualified? Yeah. Trust me, take it from the but the homeless one, right? <laughs> <laughs> people thought I was homeless. What's wrong with you people? I don't know. Nobody has a better life than <laughs> right. me. Donkashen. And my NMLS number is.
1: Three three zero zero nine three how are you, Chris Napier? What's
0: going on in the mortgage world? There's less than a thousand houses look at that phone's blowing up already. Oh, yeah. give us a chance to breathe this morning. my
1: God would you please yeah what's, uh, uh,
0: what what's the latest what's going on out there in the uh, mortgage world?
1: We are uh still low interest rates you know what I mean our low interest rates are not all time stupid low but they are low and what's interesting to me is that if you look at the rate of inflation right, which is 6.2% on the CPI.
0: Is that real? Yeah. That's yeah. insane.
1: Now, if you want to go to, if you want to, let's, for all the conspiracy nut guys out there, go to shadowstats.com. The actual inflation rate somewhere in about 15 to 20%. Now, shadowstats, what that does is it goes to the algorithm that used the uh, 1980 algorithm. So every time they make a change, this guy kept it the same. So how they measured employment, how they measured inflation, how they measure all of that stuff is based on 1980. He never changed the formula. Okay.
0: We got to ourselves a little bit of a problem. Uh, Shadow stats not coming up here uh, for some weird reason. But yeah, it's called Shadow Stats. Yeah, it says some PHP and WordPress isn't coming up, and I'm like, okay. Well, sounds complicated.
1: <laughs> so what it does is it, that particular website actually just gives you the original. Unedited, non-changed version for the last forty years. Right? When you look at those numbers, you're looking probably at fifteen to twenty percent. So let's just say the CPI really is six point two percent. Okay. Well, the interest rate that's charged should always be above the rate of inflation. Right? Always. That's just how it should work. If you look at the Treasury bills, they should be one percent above the rate of inflation. And the, note, the interest rates on the mortgages should be about a point and a half, two points above that number. Mm, okay. So if we're at 6.2, the Treasury should be 7%, 7.2, and the interest rates on the mortgages at the bottom it should be like 7.5, if not 8. The fact we're still in the threes, and sometimes in some cases in the high twos, that's how you know the Federal Reserve is buying the rates down. So we are in a uh, artificial market, have been since the you know, the beginning of last year. And so when you look at it, if you're not taking advantage of that position, which means you're locking away money for 30 years, then, you know, you could borrow at say 3%, rate of inflation is going to be 5 6% for a while. Yeah. You're going to eventually get raises anyway. Yeah. So the best way to short the dollar, as they call it, mm-hmm. is a 30-year mortgage.
0: Okay. Keeps them honest. Low interest rates?
1: Yeah, just low interest You're
0: hedging. It's like a giant axe in the midst of everything else. And then mm-hmm. you do a, what uh, what a lot of people like to refer to as debt consolidation. Mm-hmm. But you don't refer to it as that way. You just like the idea of one payment. Yeah. So Do people want to start doing or thinking about that right now if they're finding something that they can roll all their debt into you know, a, a home mortgage?
1: Depends on strategy, but yeah. So, okay. I mean, you got short-term versus long-term. So, if you got a car, a couple of credit cards, stuff like that, and the car payment's good for five years, right? Right. That would be considered short-term debt. So, if your total payments on the short-term debt are eight hundred dollars, and your mortgage, current mortgage payments thousand bucks, you have eighteen hundred dollars in outgoing. You know, for say grand total two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Right. Well, if you put it on a two hundred thousand dollar mortgage, your total new payments probably like eleven $1, hundred bucks. Including taxes and insurance. But if you go back to just the base payment, you're probably closer to about nine hundred dollars, maybe a thousand, mm-hmm. right? So you just cut in that scenario eight hundred bucks in cash flow today. Mm-hmm. Now what you did is you moved short term to long term. That's a philosophical debate for individuals, you know, making that decision at that time. Right. Yeah. But if you did that, then the question comes down to is the eight hundred dollars you just saved, it's like getting double the number on a raise. Right. So every dollar that you save in debt, you have to earn two dollars to carry gross. Right. So if you've got eight hundred dollars in savings, it's like a sixteen hundred dollar per month raise. So then the question comes down to is if you move short term to long term and then invested the eight hundred dollars, how does that put your family in a better total financial position in, say, five, 10, 15 years? And that's the strategy. So. The mortgage is never by itself, right? So you put it in conjunction with all of your goals, all of your stuff, both retirement, kid stuff, you know, five, you know, the five hundred ones or whatever they call it for the, you know, the college funds, all those different environments that you have to figure out as an adult, right? And if inflation is going to come up, okay, which it is, we're probably on average now two hundred dollars more a month for an average family of four for just feeding them. So if you know it's going to continue for the next couple of years this way, most likely, and things are going to get tight, do you take a fallback position, gain 800 bucks, and you really can afford another $200 in a you know, meal bill, Yeah. and you still are still okay?
0: Why are we talking about this as if this is normal? I mean, this is a lot of additional money that we're just pounding out. Uh, right. I mean, it's just too much inflationary pressure. This week we passed, uh, at least in the House, I don't know the Senate yet, but Mm -hmm. $1.7 trillion, all that money is just circulating, and that's just going to make everything just cost more money. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're making more money. It's just someone else is going to charge us more for the money that we have because they know we have it. That's Mm -hmm. the best way to explain inflation. Mm
1: -hmm. Think of it as um, some people think inflation is theft Mm -hmm. as the best way to, simplest way to describe it. So if... Money is a unit of value or a, uh, a way to measure, right? Mm-hmm. So if I have three seashells, I'll trade you a horse for three. Kay. If I have 15 seashells and you know I now have 15 and I can go to the beach and go grab them in 10 minutes and come back to you, mm-hmm. you're not going to want to sell me your horse for three seashells anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just a unit of measure, right? Mm-hmm. So as you print more money, that's actually the measurement stick goes down. So then you end up having asset prices, that go up. That's housing, stock market, all this other stuff. Right. Because the measuring sticks changed.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What hasn't changed is most people's paychecks. Right. Okay. So when you think about, you know, all the people who come after to say, well, let's take it from the rich. Well, it's not their fault that the Federal Reserve and the government decided to print the money to not be accountable for the debt load. Mm -hmm. Because if they can print money to pay the interest payments on the debt, which Mm -hmm. is what they're doing, then there's no real hard choices. Yeah. Like, do you want to end having a real conversation about not having a, you know, like cutting the budget by 50%, 60% right. because we're, we can't handle it? Yeah. I mean, do you want to have a conversation about removing the Federal Reserve from buying the rates down? Because if they go to the quote-unquote natural interest rate, that's 6.5%.
0: Yeah, I guess, you know, the whole thing that I'm saying is just it's all funny money. Yeah. It's getting circulated, and we're trying to pull more tricks and levers mm-hmm. so you can maintain rather than a gradual increase, a cool increase in the mm-hmm. normal normal charge of the things. I mean, things are becoming considerably more expensive. For example, my electricity bill. Yeah. I mean, that electricity bill has increased by like 60% in the last three years. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of other things that are costing me more money. My rent's getting jacked up, despite the fact that there's hardly anybody in the building. Mm-hmm. You know, just things that just don't make a whole lot of sense. And right. you know, if, no that's these are, those are kind of like hardcore things. You know, utilities and and rent. But when it comes to you know looking at food and you, what do you say an extra two hundred bucks for a family of four? I'd say at least.
1: No, oh, yeah, no. I, I mean, don't think eating
0: out, restaurants, everything is just considerably more expensive.
1: Oh, no, I, I'm a single father of my son, Connor, and one mm-hmm. of these days he wants to come in and do a hey, radio show. Hey,
0: you let him come in and do the radio show. Yeah, I
1: will. He's like, you know, because he's waiting for me to do it again. Uh, so, but anyway, so he we were talking, you know, I go out, I go take him to a movie and get him popcorn. We're 40 bucks, 50 bucks deep. Yeah, it's stupid. Right? It's stupid. I take my son out for Who's dinner. Who's going to go to the movies? Well, yeah, you go to the, you just, him and I go to the, even fast food, it's 35 bucks. Yeah. It's 30, just for two. by the time we get a soda with
0: it yeah i'm lucky to get away pretty close to 20 25 at chick-fil-a if i go there yeah i mean it's just it doesn't make sense anymore right and uh so i did look a couple things on the shadow government stats and the two things that are in there is consumer sentiment is down Mm -hmm. and inflation is way up
1: it's way different than what they report
0: yeah well well the michigan sentiment on the consumer confidence is is way down right they're reporting that Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah. Well, and they follow that. And what's interesting about the CPI, if you want to get into it specifically, sure. Yeah, the CPI actually has what's called a quality index to it. So that's a polite way of saying if you bought a car in 1980 mm-hmm. for ten grand, and now you're buying a car for forty grand in you know 2022, there's a thirty thousand dollar difference, right? Yeah. Well, but now you have airbags and anti-lock brakes and stuff like that. So the quality's better. Mm-hmm. So because the quality's better, that's not a real thirty thousand dollar increase, right? So the higher quality means that your rate of inflation is not as big. I think it's a great way to kind of screw with the dial. Right? I think
0: that's exactly what's happening. I think that's the best way to, to to do it, making the adjustments to crank the cash towards those industries and things that they wanted to go to and starving the other ones that they don't. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, I think for a lot of home people, I mean, we're looking at pretty close to 250 bucks a square foot for a house. I know. That's stupid. Right. Like, does that, Does that make sense anywhere?
1: I tried getting a girl. Uh, uh, one of my clients makes seventeen dollars an hour. Never. We. She'll never buy a house. We're at between a hundred and fifty and a hundred eighty thousand dollars. There is
0: nothing available. She'll have to buy an apartment, converted
1: apartment. Uh huh. And the only th- and the cheapest house I have closed on all year was a mobile home in Moriarty for a hundred fifty grand. Yeah. For a purchase. That's yeah. The cheapest thing I bought all year. Yeah. And he almost didn't close. And I had three. I mean, how bu- is a
0: mobile home, you know, $150,000? That's insane.
1: Mm-hmm. But we were, I had three buyers. If this guy didn't perform. Yeah. I already had three buyers behind him ready to go. There's no the homes available. Right.
0: I mean, it's like uh, the, the shelves are emptying out.
1: Right. So, you know. But uh, so what,
0: what can we do to solve this problem? I mean, I realize people who are on in a home got the new interest rates and everything. That's good, but mm-hmm. I mean, everybody else is just SOL. And I think for a while, because there isn't, exa- they're not exactly rolling out new homes, and if they are, they're pretty expensive.
1: The and this is one of those crazy ideas because I've thought of the same problem. The only thing I could think of is there's a technology that you actually kind of like 3D print homes. They actually use excru- what it's called extruded. Uh, we're going to print homes? Yeah, they already have the technology. They're trying oh to figure gosh. it out. Boy. But, you know, like you have the 3D printing for plastic. Well, That's they fix- just
0: all sorts of stupid.
1: That's just, but the cost is so inexpensive.
0: Yeah, and that's the reason why you get what you pay for. I oh, mean, well, fine. I agree. But you also are getting what you pay for when you're charging 250 bucks square foot. That mm-hmm. doesn't work either. No. So, but what are we co- going to do? Run are around with our little uh, huts on our backs? <laughs> is that eventually where we're going to get to? It's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, well, there's, um, I think, but they're, go- you're go- I don't see an easy answer out of it, okay. right? Because if they raise rates, you have a death spiral.
0: Yeah, I think that's what crashes the market ultimately. Yeah. I yeah, think- just a chasing uh, homes that aren't worth half of what you paid for them uh, against interest rates that you're going to have to be enslaved to, and you're not going to end up owning a home. You're going to end up selling it back to the bank because we know BlackRock and the rest of them are buying it back. Well, so the problem that happens is if you buy your home too expensive, you're going to have to give it back to the bank anyway. Right. They're going to say, well, hey, they're eventually going to get to the point. Where it's like, we can't find another renter. You've at least paid this much. Why don't you keep paying this much? Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll let you stay in it, but we're going to let you rent it. You can't own it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and there's what happens is is like companies like BlackRock are actually now banks. Yeah. So they get money from the Federal Reserve for free. Mm-hmm. So that their cost of capital is zero. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why they can go and overpay for the houses because they are going for the long game and not the short one.
0: You know, Zillow tried to buy houses. That didn't work out very well for them. No. What, what's going on with Zillow?
1: Well, the Zillow guys ended up overpaying, putting on a sell spreadsheet to be, you know. They thought
0: like, they were going to just chase the market or something because well, uh-huh. they thought they had the best data, and turns out Zillow is not very good when it comes to data.
1: Well, because the fundamental problem with that entire equation is, they are a marketing company mm-hmm. that thought they were a real estate company, mm-hmm. that thinks they're a mortgage company, that thinks they're also a title company. Yeah. They're essentially a marketing company. Yeah. Marketing companies are not real estate, not mortgage yeah. companies. Now, the fintech guys, which are basically finance technology people that are think they're mortgage companies, mm-hmm. are now going over the same thing. In fact, they're, Arizona wrote a bunch of laws that allow them to basically escape es- all the rules that us normal mortgage companies have to follow. So if Mm -hmm. I'm a mortgage company that uses technology, Mm -hmm. I'm held to all kinds of rules and laws, which is what I teach, Mm -hmm. right? Or you can be a technology company that happens to be a mortgage company, and they can can get away from those laws. They don't have to actually follow it. So what's interesting about that is that in Arizona, there's probably 20 companies just like fintech companies, kind of like a Zillow, Figuring out how they can actually end up yeah. to go after this,
0: and uh, Phoenix is just going to absolutely die. Well, I they mean, had ten
1: percent of the pop, ten percent of that market was eye buyers.
0: Yeah, so that is what.
1: I don't know. They, last time I saw, they sold five thousand homes a month, but that was yeah, years ago. Yeah, I just, ago.
0: I mean, that what's what's happening in Phoenix is totally and completely unsustainable.
1: Mm-mm. It's just it's just cash. Yeah,
0: I mean, cheap cash that's just flowing and pushing. Like you can't buy a home in Phoenix for less than five hundred thousand. No, I know.
1: I, I there's nothing there. My buddy bought a house for 300,000 three years ago. It's so now worth seven
0: hundred thousand. 700.
1: Yeah. It's just stupid. Yeah. So, so there
0: you go. You're good to get in, but you also be good to sell and then uh, figuring out how you're just going to drain you of that capital eventually with all that. Let's just talk very quickly here. Uh, what are you seeing here as far as the real estate market and, and trades on the mortgage?
1: Well, you're just gonna. Well, I think we're gonna be at parity. I don't really see us going up too much. I mean, yes, we've been in a range for about half a percent the entire year.
0: Rental rates are 23% year over year. They've never seen a hotter rental market than what's happening right now.
1: And it'll the can the pressure will continue to to come up. So you're you know if you can get in, absolutely get in. Um, you know, make sure that you're completely. But does it
0: doesn't make any sense, Chris. It doesn't honestly make any sense at these prices that are being paid right now. I don't care if it's the market. The market can't keep going with the consumer confidence where it's at.
1: No, because, and that's, so the $1.7 trillion budget, Mm -hmm. right, that they passed for that, you're looking at that one, you know, build back better or whatever. Yep. Um, That's a substitute in some ways for the velocity that is slowing down. If Mm -hmm. you want to have a different conversation, money velocity is how you calculate GDP, right? So the dollar goes between you and me back and forth in a year, how many times that dollar gets spent, so to speak, is your velocity. The velocity yep. is how you calculate GDP. Look at the stats on velocity. It's now down historic lows. So, so
0: trades are, are infrequently happening. The market is slowed.
1: Yeah, well, consumer confidence is down. Velocity is down. Savings rates are higher than they've ever been. And then the yeah, other People
0: are sitting on, on cash that's disappearing because the inflation is going to eat up their money that they have in the bank. Right. Like and if they, you don't spend it now today... It's going to be kind of stupid for you not to.
1: Well, and what happens is now you're front-loading, you know, uh, goods and services. So that's actually creating the spike in uh, products as well. Yeah. So, and that's just a natural reaction. I mean, if you, don't, if, you, if you go this month to buy, you know, 501 jeans, and next month they're $5 more, you're going to buy it today. Yeah. You know, so, and then what happens is...
0: It's going to get to the point where we make a determination that we don't need very much. And then people are just going to be hoarding cash it just devalues right there. I mean, we're going to have the Zimbabwe dollar if we continue at this for the next 10 years.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the reason why some people call it the reset.
0: So, oh, wow. All the stress. Hey, glad we could cheer you up here on this thanks- free <laughs> Thanksgiving uh, holiday. We'll do a show next week, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll be thankful for something next week. But not too much there, but you can get your portfolio uh, ready. Uh, you have your tax returns. Chris can get you in and out on your way and get you pre qualified in about an hour. Chris, how can people reach you?
1: It's 710-2499.
0: As always, we appreciate Chris being here right here in the Kiva. AM600KIVA, ABQ.FM. Stay tuned. Ashamed, Walt, Walt Arnold is next. Darling,
1: Thank you for all the joy and pain. Picture show.